Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Long Podcast Studio Sessions. I'm your host, Dylan Mark Murphy, and I am joined with one of the sweetest people I know, um, an absolute sweetheart, goes by the name of Devin. Devin, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Devin. I've been a Taylor Swift fan. It's kind of funny. I've been a fan since Fearless came out, but I've heard her songs from debut, like Stay Beautiful was the first one I ever heard, which was totally out of left field. But also my mom was a Swifty for a while. And then she was like, hey, listen to this. But at first I was like, oh, I don't like Taylor Swift. And I would hate listen to her. So, <laughs> but like low key, like, and, but yeah, it was like Fearless was kind of where it started for me. My favorite album though is Speak Now for sure. Cause that tour was the first time I ever saw Taylor in concert just so magical and everything. My favorite Taylor Swift song at the moment, though, is Crazier from the Hannah Montana movie. Ooh, uh, I love I, see, Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just so sweet, so cute. And I want it to be my wedding song, but I oh. want Taylor's version of it. It's oh. really a really cute song. I love that. I feel like Crazier is really overlooked a lot of the time. So Yeah, because people are always like, well, it was for a movie, but it's like, you know, it still counts. And it's still one of her best songs. Yeah. So. And people like to include, like, people still like to talk about, like, her Hunger Games songs. I feel like, you know, Crazier, it's right there, you know? I get that the Hannah Montana movie wasn't as big as the Hunger Games, but that doesn't mean that it's not a good right. it's song. Like, it's like the Hannah Montana movie is better than most, like, film bro movies so you're absolutely right I love the Hannah Montana movie (laughs) (laughs) you'll always find your way back home so true (laughs) Um, as much as we love you know the Hannah Montana movie um we're here today to talk about the first of the quote unquote deluxe tracks of Fearless this being Jump and Fall which is easily one of the best most happy fun upbeat love songs of all time would die for this song yes um, we are gonna jump right into it and get to know jump you jump and then fall <laughs> right into it <laughs> but this is gonna be this is great that was great um i we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna just jump then fall right into it and get to know a little bit about Devin and why this is one of um her favorite songs and uh go from there so starting off right away Devin why is Jump and Fall one of your favorite Taylor Swift songs I think I have like a very special attachment to the platinum edition of Fearless because the physical copy of it was the very first album I bought with my own money so there's that attachment to it and it was always like I feel like a lot of the songs on the platinum edition of Fearless are really overlooked and they're there's like so just back-to-back bops but Jump and Fall was always like one of my personal favorites and like if I had to pick like a trinity of platinum edition songs, it would be, it would be Jump and Fall, Untouchable and Come In With The Rain. But Forever and Always piano version is up there as well. But Jump and Fall was always a favorite. Um, But I think like what cemented that love was my reputation show. It was the surprise song. Oh my gosh. Wait, Jump and Fall was your surprise song. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it was so funny. Like it was like when, when Taylor, you know, was talking for some reason in the back of my mind, I was like, she's going to sing begin again. I just thought she was going to start singing begin again. And I was just like, okay, okay. And then she was just like, well, I don't know if I've ever sang Jump and Fall before. And I just was like, and I don't know, like I have like a video from the show where she was singing and it looked like she was like in my looking in my general area and I was just like oh I have a screenshot 
um, maybe I'll like send it to you and everything, but no, it was like, for sure. Like that was like a big, like push for it as one of my favorites, but I just feel like it's such a sweet song and it's just like, you know, it's like perfect. Like, you know, you're just so in love with this person and you, and it's like every little thing about them, you know, and it makes you happy. And it's just a sweet little love song, you know, it's just like, and I feel like it's such prime, you know, Taylor, like with her writing and yeah, it's just a really sweet, really cute song, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, that's, if, if she played jumped and all, jumped and all, if she played jumped and fall at like, especially at a rep tour show, I love the surprise song aspect, but jumped and fall at rep tour. That, yeah, that was so like crazy. And I remember I'd seen people online that were like, I didn't know the words to it. And it was like, okay. But like, it was such a surprise and like, just low key, just thinking about it again. It seemed like she kept on looking at me and I was just like, ma'am definitely <laughs> and yeah I don't know and just like in some ways like if we're getting into a little interpretation of it I feel like I could kind of relate it to like how I feel about Taylor you know like obviously she's always been like a big influence in my life and also you know it was like baby I'm never gonna leave you and it makes me think of like the 20 when 2016 happened and how there was like oh my god like ugh, it was like hate train it was like no like that's not happening. You know, I'm not going to drop her just because of some video, you know? Right. Right. And I, uh, going back to what you mentioned about the deluxe tracks, I feel like a lot of like, not even just fearless, but a lot of the deluxe tracks in general are typically overlooked and obviously they're not on the standard edition. So people who go out and immediately buy an album and then don't pay attention to it. Like, I feel like every album that has deluxe tracks, except for 1989, doesn't they don't get very much attention like ever and then obviously rep didn't have any like Re- every, yeah that was weird forward, that didn't have any well I mean besides folklore and evermore but yeah I feel like a lot of the deluxe songs in really overlooked like obviously speak now which is my favorite like the deluxe songs on there are really good you know Superman okay. if this was a movie oh my god I'm pretty hours oh my hours. god <laughs> hours oh my gosh <laughs> but no it's like again like deluxe songs you know there's always like well why didn't they make the album in the first place but you know they're still there um but yeah definitely the songs from the platinum edition of fearless are really overlooked I mean obviously people love the other side of the door like that's like one that people go to when it comes to that version of the album but you know the other ones are really great too you know right yeah and I think like like the only place I've ever I I work in a grocery store and they play all of the deluxe tracks like non-stop like really? all of the now ones like superman and ours and um if this was a movie like those are played like every other hour and those are the only place i ever see them played is in retail friendly grocery stores in the mall um <laughs> i've like literally I, I feel like no one ever no one ever talks about them in general and i don't I, I just, some of them are the best. And it's interesting that you mentioned, you know, like why didn't they make the album in the first place? And when Taylor released Fearless, she was, or Taylor's version, she was like, well, you know, you can only put like 15 songs on one disc. And now all of that seems so whatever, because you can, you know, put two discs in a CD or make a five X LP vinyl or whatever. So that happened with because I got my cop, the physical copy of Fearless Taylor's version and had the two discs. And it was the other, like the bonus songs and then the vault songs were on the second disc. And it was mm-hmm. like, okay, great. You know, like, 
so interesting. And I think now that she doesn't have um, anyone behind her except for herself, who's kind of like, you know, she had people during Fearless Speak Now debut, all that stuff who were like, oh, we can't put this many breakup songs on an album kind of thing. Now that she's not worried about backlash yeah, from putting like, too many breakup songs, she could drop as many as she wants, like Red being 30 tracks long. Right. Like, girl, <laughs> that's like two hours of an album. Yep, that's like two hours. I'm going to be dedicated to, you know. The listening. whole thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Okay, going back to... My question, you talked about it a little bit about the interpretation. Um, this obviously is, when I saw it, I didn't interpret it anyway, besides, you know, ooh, happy, we're in love, you know, trust me with your entire existence kind of right. thing. And then you mentioned the thing about the rep tour. And I'm just curious, how do you interpret this song in general? Um, I think it's like, for me, it's like, you know, how I, you know, think about love and like my future relationship. It's like, that's the kind of thing that I want where I'm just so like every little detail about this person just makes me happy. And, you know, I think it's like, it, this sort of like falls into like mind territory, but it's like, we're taking on the world and everything. We have each other and all that stuff. And it's like, you know, whatever happens, you know, we have one another, like I'll pick you back up, you know? And it's just about, all about, you know, having your someone and having that support system and, and also just the more I think about it, it can also be related to like your friends as well. like you know, one person and then another and just how, you know, you always got each other's back, you know, I feel like it can be, you know, for your, you know, your, your significant other or even your friends, like, you know, like, you know, we'll jump and fall and, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's all about having each other's backs, you know? Definitely. And I love that so many of the songs are like, it's interesting to hear different interpretations of the songs because lots of people are like, you know, this is strictly romantic. And then you get songs like I'm only me when I'm with you, which is very obviously a romantic-esque song. Right. But when you look at it, you're like, oh, this could just be like two best friends, you yeah. know, hanging out. Yeah. And then there's the music video, which is all those home videos. And it's just so cute and quirky. And it's just like, and I recorded Hey Steven, like right before this episode, which is super out of order. But this song and Hey Steven are like the yeah. happiest, cutest songs on this album. And it's yeah. just like, I feel like they don't, they don't get enough appreciation because right. they're happy and cute. Right. I feel it, they're kind of like, I feel like they're like, you know, Hey Steven's like the part one of it. And then Jump Them Falls, the part two of the relationship, you know? Yes, like, absolutely. Sure. I totally, totally get that. Totally. Okay. This this next question is the tricky one um, because, you know, Taylor's version versus the original Platinum Edition. This is the only song that is affected by this question, which is really funny. I didn't think about that. Oh, I guess there's the other side of the door too. Right. Um, but my question is track placement. So we're going to do it two separate parts. We'll do it as the Platinum Edition first, and then we'll do Taylor's version. So for the Platinum Edition, this is technically the opener, even though, you know, like the right the, the for all the other albums the deluxe tracks are at the bottom but she right. was like let's just spice it up and put them at the beginning which right. probably strategic somewhere in there um but tell me just do you think that this works as an opening song and also a song that leads up to untouchable um i feel like as an opening song it does work um but i think it might not work you know because obviously it's fearless and i feel like just fearless is like such a perfect example of like an opening song for an album, you know, just to kind of get things felt out, like the feel out and everything. Cause you know, Fearless is obviously 
you know, like, you know, like this is love, you know, it's fearless, you know, you're taking that on. And then I think like jump and fall is can be like a sort of like web of it. Um, So I think it could work. Um, And then the quick transition into into untouchable was a little like whiplash, (laughs) you know, untouchable. It feel, I feel like that also has a lot of interpretations of you know it's like really emotional and you're like you're no you you're longing for someone but it's also really sad and it's just like it's so funny because then like you know jump and fall it's like oh it's so great it's so happy and then it goes into untouchable which is just like oh this is very angsty i'm really sad you know (laughs) or not even sad it's just like you're longing for someone yeah yeah like you know the transition into untouchable is a little like whoa but i feel like as an opener it's really good but yeah, it's very like 50-50, I feel like. For sure. I think I think Jim and Fall would work as an opener if untouchable, untouchable, uh, untouchable didn't follow it because it's such yeah. a drastic change. Yeah, I feel like untouchable could have like followed, it could have been like a clump between, you know, breathe and you're not sorry even. Smart. Um, you know, it's like really complicated or heck, it could probably be like, in between you're not sorry and the way I loved you oh yeah there are lots of lots of places I like to just reimagine like what the track list would look like if she was so set to keep those together it's just interesting because like the deluxe tracks from fearless like jump and fall and the other side of the door are the only upbeat ones like untouchable coming with the rain superstar and forever and always piano version are all slow ballady kind of most of them are sad so It's just interesting because y- y- all of those songs are right next to each other too. Yeah, it's just like, whoa, what a what <laughs> Right. Okay. So my second part of the question is basing it on Taylor's version now, when it comes between Change, which is the original album closer, and Untouchable. So we've already talked about its transition to it, Untouchable a little bit. Do you think that it works coming after Change? In some ways, it it does, you know, because, you know, change is very, you know, upbeat and stuff. Ow, I just hit my finger. But <laughs> but it's also, like, so different because, you know, change is a very upbeat, like, inspirational, like, yeah, yeah, we're doing, yeah, we're, we're doing it, you know? Right. And then Jump and Fall, it's, like, it is upbeat, but it's very, like, a very, like, cute upbeat, you know? So I think it does do a good transition from change. It's just kind of, like, yeah, again, it's another tricky one for sure, you know, because there's such different forms of upbeat in different ways, of course, you know? Right. And obviously, like, the deluxe tracks, they don't have to match the next, you know, the previous song, because obviously right. they weren't intended to be there in the first place kind of thing. Um, like Wonderland coming after oh Clean. Gosh. That's... Yeah, that's just, like, you know, Clean is just, like, very, you know, emotional and stuff, and Wonderland just comes in, like, ding, Right. We're just jumping around albums at this point. What's the end of Speak Now's is Long Live? And then what comes after Long There's all those acoustic ones, right? Or am I... I I can't really remember. I like, like, I keep forgetting there are acoustic tracks to those albums. Okay. Okay, I'm pulling up the deluxe edition. I should have this memorized. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's ours. Okay, long live and ours makes a little more sense. Right. Okay, I get that. That one makes sense for sure. Never mind then. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, I it's it's like the deluxe tracks weren't intended to be there in the first place Mm -hmm. anyway, so they don't have to match up. Um, But I do think it's interesting that she swapped the track placement when doing Fearless Taylor's version, 
instead of putting them at the beginning again, like she did with the platinum edition and correcting them so that it was like the other deluxe tracks that she did. You know, obviously, because, you know, Fearless, Taylor's version, like, obviously, the forefront of it was Fearless. So kind of, you know, changing that up, people have been like, wait, what's this? But it's like, <laughs> you know. Right, right. It happened at one point, but. Yeah. Um, okay, so do you think that this song would work well on any other album? It, we've established it's happy and fun and upbeat and very in love. So I'm curious. Um, I think maybe the closest I think it could have worked on would be debut just because I feel like you know obviously you know they're both you know country I mean obviously debut is more you know fiddles not fiddle more fiddles (laughs) (laughs) yeehaw it's way more like yeehaw you know obviously and fearless is more like sort of modern-esque country um but yeah and I really don't it again I I thought about it a little more and I think it could have worked on speak now possibly just because like the feeling of it and obviously speak now is a very like you know whimsical happy sort of happy album yeah Um, but yeah I think honestly I think at best maybe debut but I think this is a very like fearless centric song like it just I don't know I really don't think it could work maybe I don't know like different times maybe but I feel like I do see it more as a fearless song than like debut or speak now I feel like if it could have been like altered just like a slight bit like because now that I'm thinking about it again it could have been like another because it could have worked alongside with mean maybe okay that is very like you know classic country right and jump and fall has a little bit of those elements as well so I don't know like again it's a 50 50 thing like maybe it could maybe it couldn't yeah I don't know like I feel that's a it's a very difficult question too because I feel like there's that whole theory about like you know like there's a song on the previous album that kind of like teases the next album or sounds similar to the next album and I've always felt like that was jump and fall because I feel like it's so like lyrically it is very speak now it's very very like mean or um hours or long live it's it feels like that like I feel like it could work there um or maybe like it could have been you know it could have been another version of mine in a past life maybe right maybe it could have been like like a precursor to mine maybe okay I get that that makes that makes perfect sense too I totally I I'm trying to think of there I had something I was going to say and I totally it slipped. I'll remember it in like six years too. <laughs> oh my gosh. You'll be like, wait a second. No, remember that. <laughs> uh, oh geez. No, it was so good. It was about jump and fall and, oh, I have no idea where, oh no, jump and fall sonically wouldn't work on lover, but lyrically right. I think that it would have yeah. been the perfect song for lover. If you took yeah, it, you gave sure. it like lover production, it would be one of the best songs on there. Like get Jack out, Jack, get Jack out and be like, Hey Jack. (laughs) I love it. I think that that song perfectly would have fit there lyrically. It's such a, such a happy love song. Um, Let's love love happy Taylor more. Like we love this cat. (laughs) You're absolutely right. And I talked about that a lot in the Hey Steven episode too. I was like, it just, and this is, this song isn't like Hey Steven or Stay, 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 where it's just like a happy song that, isn't lyrically complex like this song 
is lyrically complex and the the the, the verses where she is like uh, she's like going for it. it sounds like a rap almost like she's so fast and upbeat and quick and it still sounds so good yeah, yeah it made me think of the sh- my obviously she sang it at my rep sang it she sang, sang it. it at the show <laughs> and there was like kind of a point where it looked like she was like fumbling with the lyrics so it was like okay yeah it's either like really fast paced but again like she never really sang it live before right. you know so it's like that but like again it's like the lyrics is very like right it's like so it's so quick and it's like and she's saying a lot of words it's not like stay 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 where she's like stay 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 it's like (laughs) okay girl we get it (laughs) right um oh talking about the lyrics and how lyrically complex it is tell me what is your favorite lyric from this song oh my gosh that's so hard I think I literally like, I've never been so wrapped up, honey. I like the way you're everything I ever wanted. I had time to think, oh, I'm just going to sing the whole song at this point. <laughs> My favorite lyric is the entire song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's so, like, it's so sweet. But I think just like, like the last little part of the bridge before it gets to the final chorus, like, what? Oh, I need you, baby. Don't be afraid, please jump it's just so cute you know yeah. like I don't know but I think like the first one they mentioned like I've never been so wrapped up like that that whole part like yeah like, and that's like one of the parts of the song that is it's so quick and she's still saying a lot of words in it too but it's it's just oh I just love that song with my yeah, entire so, being it's so sweet like it's, I would, it's great I would yeah. die for jump and fall yes. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um okay so what would you rate the song on a scale from one to 13? I feel like we've gushed about it a lot. So, you know, it's gotta be high up there. Yeah, I would say like, you know, obviously cause it's in my Holy Trinity, it would have to be sort of at the, it's like the number three, like obviously it's still a really great, great song. I would give it a 12 just cause like it came in so late. Like it just kind of, like I still love it with my entire being but it's just like, you know, breathe and the way I loved you just have like a lot more meaning to me but like jump and fall it's like such a special song because obviously it was like you know obviously it was like rep tour that was like such a magical time you know and it's also was the last concert I ever saw you know before everything happened um so obviously it has that special meaning but it would be a 12 like it's like I'm pretty sure tomorrow I'll be like I should have said it's a 13 but (laughs) for now it is a 12 but you know still a great song still would die for it deserves more love you know it deserves the hype that the other side of the door gets definitely I agree I I cannot stress that enough is that it it does I'm like like I'm looking at the streams on Spotify for Taylor's version and like the other side of the door has like 1 million more streams than jump and fall and I'm just like like it is a great song, you know, but it's just like jump and fall. It it it's a gem as well, you know. It's a, it's a cute. Uh oh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I think I, I like, muted myself. Happened? The main street. Someone was blasting their bass. So I was like, let's not get that in there. So, um, I agree. It's just it's just such a happy, fun song. It just deserves a little more respect. It's a little it's a little cupcake of a song, you know. It's so sweet. <laughs> Um, but since you did give it a 12, my hot seat question is give me one or two, maybe three Taylor Swift songs that you would give a 13. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Hot seat. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So right off the top of my head, it would be Sparks Fly. Iconic. Enchanted. Iconic. 
And then, oh my God, this third one. I'm just going to pick a random one. It's nice to have a friend. Oh my God, iconic. <laughs> Those are all great choices. Literally, you are right, you are right, and you are right. <laughs> I really, there's no wrong answer, you know? But. Right. You know, cause obviously, you know, things like, obviously like seasons change. Right. For a change in the weather and time, but yeah. you know, like, obviously, you know, like they're all special in their own certain ways, but it's like, sometimes some like get a lot more love than others some days, but it's like, they're all special. Definitely. I love that. Those are all, all great choices. And to give jump and follow 12, I just, I agree very strongly. Uh, you excellent taste per <laughs> usual. Um, do, uh, those are all of my, my questions. We've gone through all of them. Um, is there anything you'd like to share? I will give you the floor if you want it. Well, um, I just want to say thank you for letting me come on. No, because like, it's like, I don't know, because like for a long time, it was like, you're always one of my like favorite people on TikTok. And I met oh. when I like made that comment and you just followed me randomly. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> no. I was like, oh my God. So like, I don't know what else to say, but just thank you for letting no. me come on. Stop. No, you're literally so sweet. And it, it you're, you're, you're so sweet, but you're, you're also really funny. So this was really easy <laughs> to do. So oh, I'm like, <laughs> thank you i i adore you thank you so much for for wanting to do this too because obviously oh, oh, yeah, free will and i didn't even have to pay you this is crazy no, I, I would, like if you need me to come on for extra episodes like if no one is around That's, you can call me just I got be you. like hey, ring, ring. we're talking about this song <laughs> i will come on you know? i love it i love it thank you so so yeah. so much for sure yeah, and for i do sure. really appreciate it for having okay. me. <laughs> um Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in to listen, because obviously you never have to. So if you made it this far, it's like the end of the episode. I'm very, very thoroughly impressed. Thank you so much for wanting to listen. And um, I'll see you next time when we talk about the whiplash that is going into untouchable um have like a happy 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 and then it's we're sad sad angst. we are sad 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 five songs in a row um <laughs> but have a beautiful rest of your day stay safe drink water wash your hands and um be good yeah. people be good people that's the spirit <laughs> okay have a good day oh bye